This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie back with the Jeopardy Chronicles. And it is Saturday night, so you know what that means. It is time for a spotlight. And today we're going to talk about something that, while not actually part of Jeopardy, basically led to us having Jeopardy today. And that is the quiz show scandals of the 1950s. So what happened during the 1950s? Well, this definitely wasn't the only one, but the most famous, I would say, was this show called 21. And 21 was a quiz show that would ask you general knowledge questions on different subjects, and you had to be the first player to get to 21 points. First to 21 points would win. Now, when they would give you the category, you would say how many points you wanted to answer a question for from 1 to 11. The more points, the harder the question. Sounds, Sounds fun and innocent and awesome enough, right? Yeah, well... The first episode was a miss. I haven't found footage. I assume it's lost due to the practice of wiping and erasing tapes back in those days but by all accounts the first episode was a nightmare so what was the solution the producers came up with oh they just decided to rig the show now let me introduce you to a couple of people that will become very important during this game and these were the two notable players from the 21 days herbert stemple and charles van doren You will hear those names quite a lot. So, the producer of the show just decides, hey, we're going to invite this guy on and we're going to have him keep winning and winning and winning and make people love him and then he's going to lose and then blah, 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 blah. And that guy was our friend Herbert Stumple. And after he lost, he kind of exposed the whole thing. And the interesting thing is he lost to Charles Van Doren. So they were previously rivals, but when it came to exposing the quiz show scandals, yeah, they were helping each other. That was not the only scandal with with quiz shows back in those days. A lot of them ended up being rigged or staged or fixed in some fashion. And it kind of made a big uproar because in those days you didn't hear about that. 
Now, I just do want to point out that there was a new version of 21 that came out in the early 2000s, but it was not afflicted with these same issues. Why was it not afflicted with the same issues? Oh, because now it's actually illegal. After that whole big disaster came about, Congress had to amend some laws to declare fixing quiz shows illegal. So you're probably wondering, what does this have to do with Jeopardy? We touched on this a little bit when I spotlit Merv Griffin, but we're going to go into it a little bit more now and I'm going to kind of explain it. See, the thing that they had done is they had given these contestants the questions and the answers, and in some cases, of course, had fabricated their whole backstory and image and everything. And after all of this came to light, it kind of ruined everyone's trust in quiz shows. Understandably so. Well, Merv Griffin, who we talked about before, and I, like I said, we did touch on this. But we're, we're going to go over the entire situation, or at least what I know about it. I wasn't born in the 50s, and 21 is really the best example that we hear about. It wasn't the only one, but it was most definitely the most notable. So, by 1964, trust in quiz shows was down the toilet. And Merv Griffin wanted to, you know, kind of reinvigorate the genre as a whole. So he and his wife were talking, and they're, and one of them, I think, one of them's like, hey, why don't we give people the answers? And the other person's like, uh, that just got a lot of people put in jail. And then they're like, no, no, give them the answers and make them come up with the question. So had those scandals not happened when they did, or, you know, ever, Merv Griffin may not have come up with that idea. And if Merv Griffin had not come up with that idea, there would be no Jeopardy. So I guess we, in a very roundabout, messed up way, owe the idiots who decided to rig a bunch of quiz shows in the 50s a whole heck of a lot of thanks. Because by them being stupid, we gained a cultural icon. So, random idiots who are probably not alive anymore who rigged all the quiz shows and got yourselves in trouble, thank you, because now we have Jeopardy thanks to your screw-up. So that's a little bit on the history and just why I say the 1950s quiz show scandals are why we have Jeopardy. Because they are. Uh, not to, not to do too much, but shameless plug alert here. I'm actually about to start work on a book about game show scandals. So be on the lookout for that. And on that note, I'm going to sign off for the night. Uh, we will probably be here at the crack of dawn in the morning with flashbacks because I'm going to be, hopefully I'm going to be out for a little bit tomorrow. And I just need to get it recorded early so I'm not cramming myself to pieces trying to get it recorded when, when I get back 
and then having strategy corner to do tomorrow and all of that kind of stuff. If you guys don't like one of our segments, by the way, if you guys don't like something we do, please, 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 please let me know. And it can be shifted around. Like, if you don't like the strategy corner, let me know. And we'll get rid of it and find something else to take its place. I know that's not, you know, exactly brilliant for consistency. But if you don't like something, I need to know so that we can change it. If you don't like these spotlights, let me know and we'll do something about that. Just let me know if there's anything that you think I should do a little bit differently here. Because ultimately I'm doing this for you. I'm not doing it for me. But I just want to let you guys know about that. And that you do have options if you have feedback. Um, but yeah, I'm going to sign off. I'm going to say goodnight. Thank you for tuning in. And as Alex would say... So long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production.